Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. Today, we're switching gears a little bit because it's been a while since I've um, been in this pocket uh, talking about you know entrepreneurship and everything. And I feel like um, this episode, in my opinion, is a fitting episode simply because the times are like, they different. They different. Like, and it's it's coming to a point where... People have to prepare themselves differently. They have to prepare themselves better. And I feel personally that the reason, you know, that that a lot of people are hindered in that because they lack the ability to adapt, right? So when I look at um, when I look at it from the entrepreneurship perspective, right? Adaptation is one of the things that that really it's really a lost art. And I'm saying that because in it being a lost art, when tragedy happens, people don't know how to shift the right way. Right. And I'm simultaneously finishing up, well, reading again, um, a book that I started called a millionaire fast lane, um, just cause I'm in a different space right now. And I want to touch it up, touch up on it from a different mindset, mind space, but while I'm doing it, I'm also in a book club, right? And we're discussing it and we're going over gems and everything. And one of the underlying themes, no matter what we talk about, it always comes back to adaptation. And that is one of the separations between people who, you know, have jobs and people who are making jobs. The ability, and by making a job, I don't necessarily mean you having to run a business, making a job for other people, but also the job that you have to make for yourself that you have to stand on and be consistent with. You feel me? The adaptation, it fucks with a lot of people because change is hard, right? But adaptation can have varying levels of change because you have change, you have transformation, and you have evolution, right? Although this is an entrepreneur's episode, that information can be found in So Frail 3, where I discuss um, the tree of life. In the tree of life, you have varying aspects of, in your life, this was a changing moment. In your life, this was a transformative moment. In your life, this was an evolutionary moment. They're all different. They all derive from the, a similar root, but it's like they get increasingly higher. But at the core of them lies adaptability. You can't change without being adaptable. You can't transform without being adaptable. You can't evolve without being adaptable to all circumstances and situations. People who are able to evolve have a higher level of adaptation. People are level are um able to transform, have a high level of um of adaptation, but it's still lower than, you know, evolution. And then of course you have change. But change is so hard. It change is hard because of what it takes. A lot of people don't think that change is as as difficult as it is, but they also don't think it's as easy as it is because change requires sacrifice. Change requires sacrifice. And many people don't want to sacrifice, but they do want to change. So when you're tying that into your entrepreneurship and you're looking at it without, when you're looking at the capacity of wanting to change and wanting to do certain things and you're not willing to go through the full totality of it, it fucks with you. And this is something that I'm learning as I've, you know, been involving and dealing with more people regarding um, mastering the market, um, the course and the EWE community. Um, 
everybody wants this final result, but nobody wants to go through what it takes to actually get there. And this is also why I really kind of wanted to go into this episode. You know what I'm saying? It's largely from that entrepreneurship perspective. But I've been asked and I keep getting asked, yo, just can you move my money for me? Can you move my money for me? It's like, no. Because then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what are you going to do when I'm gone? You feel what I'm saying? When people can't answer the question, like like when I look at a lot of the courses, when I look at a lot of the people that are teaching this shit, they're teaching you to be dependent upon them, right? But I'm teaching you to not need me, right? But in that, it's like I'm watching how because of the dependency and because of the way the system is already designed to make people think and program them, when it comes to their entrepreneurship, they're not willing to change solely because somebody can do it for them. You feel me? And in addition to that, they're willing to put their energy into a motherfucker who has more capacity to be adaptable than they do rather than just becoming adaptable. And I watched that really come into fruition after the pandemic was over. One thing I know I noticed about the pandemic is like when it came to the entrepreneurs, when it came to the entrepreneurs, the pandemic showed who was really an entrepreneur and who wasn't. There's no shade, no shot to anybody, but you did one of two things. Either you sunk or you swam. Well, three things. You sunk, you swam, or you got out of the water. No. Yeah, three things. You sunk, you swam, or you got out of you got out of the water. But what you get out of the water and do? You feel what I mean? Because you could have got out of water because you, you know, that's a different storm. Or you could I don't want this anymore. Right? But all of it derived from adaptability. And it's largely because of how people were trying to run their businesses and 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 not only running their businesses, but to be the entrepreneurs that they were. They were treating it like jobs rather than treating it like entrepreneurship. And so because of that, I want to have this conversation today. So before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore, just underscore, seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And as always, that's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into Entrepreneur 17 Adaptation. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a SoForel series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to get straight started into it. So let's offer it we're going to go ahead and address like what we mean by adapt adaptation and adaptability so first off adaptability just from a words is your ability to adapt but adaptation as a whole in my perspective and how i like to look at adaptation is your ability to change transform and evolve when necessary 
a lot of people, when we look at adaptation, we don't realize that adaptation is a permanent process. When you adapt, it's a permanent process. Evolution is a permanent process. Evolution is a permanent process. Transformation is a conditional process. Change is a temporary process. But all processes are needed to adapt. You feel what I'm saying? Because change is temporary, you can always change back. Transformation is conditional because, yeah, you can go back, but depending on the conditions you want. You feel me? Evolution, there's no going back. There's no going back whatsoever. You feel me? I liken it, and y'all know one of my favorite, you know, metaphors of change and growth and everything is the butterfly. The butterfly changes when the cat when is when the caterpillar decides, okay, I need to make a cocoon. The reason why that is changed is because the caterpillar can decide, I don't want to make a cocoon. Or not yet, or it's not my time to make it yet. Transformation is that moment when it has no choice but to make the cocoon, but it can either delay it or go into it. And of course, evolution is the moment when it comes becomes butterfly, right? But all of that is contingent upon the ability for the caterpillar to adapt. Before the caterpillar can become a butterfly, it has to adapt its mindset to the fact that it will fly one day. We watch Nat Geo. We even watch butterflies you know, and caterpillars go through their process in real time. But that one little piece, oftentimes we don't really consider it. You feel me? The caterpillar has to, in its mind, know that it's about to fly. Whether no, whether anybody else around it can understand what it's about to do. The other caterpillars don't know about it. Its mindset saying, okay, now is my time to start flying. You feel me? Only that caterpillar. And that's the same situation with us as people and what I just, with us as entrepreneurs. Feel me? Only we know when it's time to make the necessary change to get something done. So because of that, only we are responsible and accountable for that change. And if we're in a space where everything is good, everything is peachy, or everything is what it is, sometimes we won't change. Sometimes we don't have to. Right. But as an entrepreneur, this is what I'm this is why where I'm going with this because changing is what got a lot of people into the entrepreneurship realm. Like I said, after the pandemic, I watched some people change back and I watched some people evolve into something totally different. You feel me? Um, myself included, I had, I had a moment where I wanted to change back, but I couldn't. And that's when I knew I was in a transformative space. But then I realized what I needed to do to evolve completely to not have to go backwards. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, I was an entrepreneur already and before the pandemic, and I was already grinding and everything like that. But there was a different level of adaptation that I had to achieve because it's one thing. It's one thing to be an entrepreneur when everything is successful, when the world is fruitful, when everybody's working, when everybody like because you have clientele now. You have to pivot to a dynamic of my clientele is strict on their money. Some of them are losing their jobs. Some of them are, you know, going crazy, getting divorces and shit. Like there's a lot of shit that has to go into this new dynamic. And you have one or two options, sink or swim. How do you pivot? How do you adapt? How do you make sure you stay afloat in the economy still, even when it's at its worst? And that's why I said the champions were built during this. You feel me? Myself, I had to go through the adaptation of the transformation. 
because I had already changed into the entrepreneur and I had already transformed, but I hadn't, I don't, I don't think I evolved until the pandemic really hit. Right. Because out of the pandemic, um, yeah, pandemic would have started in 2019 or some shit like that or 21. Damn. How long we been in the house? Cause it's 22 now. Um, shit. So it was like 20 or something, but whatever. In it, I was like, yo, I got to go ahead. And one of the luxuries that I had as a person who has transformed rather than like beyond the change and shit, it was like, yo, I write so for real three whenever. You feel me? As an entrepreneur, there's a thing called goals that you set. And you have to realize, you know, a lot, two parts of entrepreneurship, of course, is the, the, the serving of the need. But even deeper than that, the most successful entrepreneurs regardless of what people see that they're the entrepreneur for, they're doing their purpose. They're doing their life's purpose in some way, shape or form. So the entrepreneurship works with them. Right. For me, knowing that my life's purpose was, you know, to finish the soap rail series and go through the master in the market. And do, like, th- these were things that, you know, in my healing, I had to be shown, okay, these are things that you got to help with. Right. Cause you know what it's like on the other side of, you know what, you know what I mean? So when the pandemic hit, I think I only had Sofrel 2 done. Yep, because Sofrel 2 came out in 2019. And then Sofrel had to drop it. Sofrel 3 dropped at the end of 2021, I think. I really don't remember, y'all, because time is just, I don't know, my times just don't stay consistent no more. It just runs together. Um, but I want to say it was 2021, end of 2021, September, I think, somewhere around. No, November 20, somewhere around there. But anywho. At the, at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, I bet it, it came more into reality that my purpose had to be done, but th- which means that because my purpose is now tied to entrepreneurship, I had to do something different, right? Everything changed. The way I marketed changed. Um, the way I had to, you know, target certain audiences, that changed. Everything changed. And it wasn't that everything changed, but everything else evolved during that moment. And that's one of the things that get people because as entrepreneurs, we have to be evolving with the evolving times. Like you don't evolve because, you know, I want to make money or yeah, that's the goal. But the main point of the adaptation and the evolution is that I have to move with what I have to move with. Right. So if my audience is saying we need this, or if my audience is saying, you know, switch up to this, I gotta, I gotta look at that. I got to look at that. I got to see what my competition is doing. I got to see what everybody else is doing in the pivot to make sure I'm in alignment with what everything else, with everything else that is happening. The beginning of the pandemic, there were so many people who, when they started businesses, they didn't realize that they weren't real businesses. And it's not a shot to them or anything like that. And what I mean by they weren't real businesses is that they were operating them as employees. Oh, I'm just doing the work for this, that, and the third. It has to, you have to have a different passion as an entrepreneur when it comes to your shit. So a lot of people didn't have the value of the, 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 the internal value of their projects or whatever the case may be, because, you know, it's what it is. It's not really mine. You feel me? For example, myself, again, back to me on this one. Um, if you remember, I started center our frames. I was going to be, you know, have sunglasses and all that shit shades, have some nice ones. Then the pandemic hit. 
pandemic hit right around the time I dropped Center Rock Frames. Now, Center Rock Frames was a <laughs> that I didn't build that. I'm, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. I didn't build that. What that was was I bought a pre-built store, pre-built Spotify store, whatever the case may be, because I wasn't gonna do it. I said, I'm not going to do the work. Oh, it's already done. Now I have the vision. Okay, pool. You did this for me. Now I can do everything else on the backside, right? But once it started and the pandemic took root, I had to cancel it. I had to shut it down because it was it was the shipping from China and everything going through customs. Shit had to be like there were so many different dynamics that was playing into it. Some of the shit was confused. Some of the stock images, some of the shit that I was actually getting wasn't what it was supposed to be. And I had to like... Get, refund people back you know what i'm saying it's like oh damn they didn't like the way the description was i didn't and you know i didn't think about i bet let me get a whole bunch of samples on all of them because everything had the same description so i figured the two samples that i did get it was like okay this is the quality of what i'm dealing with but it, it, it was sporadic and shit so in that moment i had to I had to make a decision right so when the pandemic hit and fucking with china and them they was like yo this is gonna t-. i said no nah, i'm not about to do people like that so i shut the whole thing down but I shut it down because I didn't put any work into it. I didn't care about that shit because it was already done for me. And that's where a lot of the um, entrepreneurs at this point, that's why they were, that's why they quit. That's why they couldn't weather the storm because there was no intrinsic value to it. They had not put anything into that creation that made them the entrepreneur. They bought the pre-built stores. They, they were joining the MLMs. They were doing all the other things that made them look like an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? But they were really just different. They were just employees who created their own schedules. Low key. That's what it was. So for that, I didn't adapt. I didn't change. I didn't even try to evolve. I just said, fuck it. I don't want to do that one no more. Because that one is no longer important. It just has the name Center Raw Frames. And it was just a play off my name. You know, Ray Scene. You know, Ra means Ray. Ra means light. Scene means to see and shit. So I just flipped it around. See the light. You feel me? Like Center Raw. You feel me? So it really had no depth to it. But Sofrel, Master in the Market, Polycafe Clothing, um, and Hitting the Raw. I created those things. I created those things. And those things, because I actually created them, I put the, the time and the effort, the blood, sweat, and tears to do the studies and all of the other things to grow them. It showed me so much that it was like, the reason why I can't go back is because I created this. You feel me? That's a quintessential piece. And I've noticed the separation between entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and the people that are still here and the people that aren't. Everybody who's still here that got stronger, that adapt, adapted, they saw that. They saw they they knew their creation and would not let their creation die. And it was in this adapt adaptation, understanding, and developing that I came to terms with the fact that I feel everybody before they have children should at least run a business or try to, right? Because the way in which you have to continually adjust is the exact way you're going to have to adjust as a parent. This episode isn't going to be about parenting, but I'm showing the dynamic of the efficacy of how important it is to adapt. You feel me? I saw how a lot of the people that, you know, were entrepreneur minded were like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I want to do this. It's like, they just, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go back to work. I can't, I can't grind this out. It wasn't even that they can't. They just said, I'm not grinding this out respectfully. I get it. But 
that wasn't what you claimed to get into it for entrepreneurship was for the financial freedom and all these other things. So it turned into watching how people were afraid of the change that was coming because they were dealing with the impending reality that they were facing. Adaptation is that powerful because you're able to change in the face of adversity. You're able to evolve in the face of adversity. The pandemic was so tragic in many regards on people's mental, right? So imagine having to adapt as an entrepreneur while still dealing with this. You feel me? I got an audience. You feel me? Y'all are a part of that audience and shit in one dynamic. Like just seen has layers to it. I ain't even gonna say layers. It has um worlds within it. Just seen as a whole has worlds in it. I have the podcast, I have Master in the Market, I have So Frail. And these things are unrelated. The only thing that, that they are related with is the fact that they're all created by me. Right? I have moments when I only focused on one. Right. As an entrepreneur, like all of this shit was what I do. So before that adversity hit and everything, it was autopilot. I had the, the ads running and those things started to change because iPhone decided they wanted to stop tracking and shit. There was a lot of pivots that we had to do on the backside. You feel what I mean? A lot of fucking pivots. Like, I don't think y'all understand. Like when you had to cut off your whole ad platform, not your ad platform, your ad campaign system that you're running that was fluid. You feel me? Get a motherfucker to list landing page, give him this email, and bam, 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 all of that shit. Now I can't track it. So I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't even create a lookalike audience based off of the people that are hitting my page because most of pe- most people now are iPhone users solely for that privacy setting. They literally switched for that. That was a whole pivot that had to happen. But luckily, Facebook ads and everything, they had something set up where you had to, but it's like, even that condensed it and configured it because now you had to wait at least three days for the data before it was instant. So now your time is being consumed. That's why I mentioned the millionaire fast lane and I'm talking about it here. Now I don't even know how much time I need, what time windows I have because it's going to, because the way that the algorithm was set up uh, with the ads when you're collecting the, um, the people, the traffic, it's like the, you had three days before it would register that this was what it was, but then you had seven days for it to update into your um, your lookalike ads. So if you're running your ads dynamically, cool, it's going to update, but you're going to need a whole at least seven days to even get the right metric. That's seven days of time. If y'all read the millionaire fast line, you know why I keep talking about time and why time is so important. That's seven days of time. That shit adds up over time. You feel me? Because when you have different brands and now you got to run this ad, you got to keep all of that shit. It affects people. And then now you're dealing with people who aren't buying shit. So a large part of my retargeting was people who made purchases, people who actually bought from the website or one of the sites that I had, like whether it would be my merch or my book, like it was people who bought. I was no longer able to track that shit. That was a scary feeling. That was a scary feeling because it's like, damn, I'm putting all this money into ads now and I can't tell if it's going to work or not. Now, granted, it was like, well, if it was working before, it should still be working. Yeah, true indeed. Because the system followed the same structure, but where the system changed was that I don't know who's purchasing at this point because certain sites were third-party sites or whatever the case may be. You had to actually own your website. I own my website, but my course, or my course being through Teachable, I don't own that website. 
because Teachable is third party, whatever the case may be. So I can't even, I have my pixel in there, but that had to be removed because I can't track because I don't own that anymore. I can't even prove that I have ownership of that. And I don't because it's not my website. It's Teachable. You feel what I'm saying? So that cut like a lot of the advertising because it's like, damn, now when I'm trying to get these courses off, I don't know who's actually buying. So I can't create a lookalike audience based off of the buyers. So I have to go up the funnel and then I have to create a lookalike audience at least based off of people who hit the landing page. That's fucking hard because it's vague. It could be an accidental motherfucker who just looked like it started fucking up the data and the metrics. Right. And so, like I said, that's when I was in that transformative space and I didn't realize what it took to actually evolve because I counted on the fact that nothing would change. You feel me? As an entrepreneur, one thing that I counted on was that nothing would change. So, yeah, I had my trading money and then I had, you know, the other the I had the trading money. I had, you know, the books that were coming in and stuff that, you know, but it got scary when I didn't know. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. It was still coming in, but it was scary when I didn't know what was coming in or when it was coming in. I was able to go and see following the metrics like, okay, I made this purchase on this day, on this day, on this day. I don't know none of that shit no more. So it's like, what do I do? All right, I got to figure out who's able to overcome it. That's how I was able. That's how I'm looking and able to know that I had to show and prove that I own my own website and I had to pivot certain things and I had to make certain changes because I was like, there's no way I can I can track this. Now, it bit me because one of the things that I felt was easy. <laughs> this is one of the things that talks about a millionaire fast lane. Right. So it worked. But then again, everything has a drawback in the wrong time. You feel what I'm saying? So in the beginning of it, one of the things that 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 happened was my pivot was wrong because when I first started, I said, look, I don't want no middlemen. With just reason, I didn't want any middlemen. But at the same time, I said, I'm going to leverage what I need to leverage. For example, my books are all published by a company called Book Baby, right? I get 50% of everything. They store the inventory, they ship it, they print it, they do everything for me. They distribute it to the Amazons, the Barnes and Nobles. They do all of that shit for me. That makes sense to me. I still keep 100% of my um my uh, IP, my intellectual property. Everything is mine. They don't own shit. There's no deal to where they get 50% or they, they own 50% of my work. No, 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 no. They get 50% of, they get, they get 50% of basically what I get as far as the um the uh profit right we're not really they don't get well all right so let's say so for a one is 11.99 12 right so i get six dollars for every book sold right if it goes directly through my site through amazon and everything like that um i get uh i get like 20 or 30 percent because they gotta ship it and they're they're ordering in bulk they're ordering shit in bulk and they gotta store it so it's like even with the Amazon, I can't market use use Amazon books because I can't track that shit. I can't. So only thing that I can focus on is my own site, and even that I don't even. Those are that's a five day delay when they buy directly from me. You feel what I'm saying? But even still, there's no way that I was able to add a pixel to the Soulfrail books information. There's no way that I was able to add anything on that backside to see how my bookstore was actually performing. You feel me? And that was you know largely because I was like, man, I'm not about to worry about the inventory and all that. That was cool. But this is the piece that I had to adapt to. What do you do when that changes? I didn't change anything of that, but I changed the way I approached it. So I had to I had to pivot with that. I had to really pivot with that because I was like, damn, now I have to figure out how to overcome all of this third party shit. 
because where I was once setting it up to have, okay, I'm leveraging this so I don't have to, and it's still working phenomenally. Like I'm still able to sell books, not worry about having to ship it out myself and all this shit. Cause that's a heavy burden. I ain't even gonna hold you. That's heavy. That's why I didn't want to do that shit. I didn't want to go through the process of having to continue. Like I got three, I got the series is three books. So when motherfuckers are like, imagine have, imagine ordering the same amount of the series. Some people only order, some people only got so frail two. Then some people get so frail two, then come back and get the other two. Or somebody got so frail three and didn't buy any more. Like, is you feel me? It's like all that inventory I would have had to eat. But now they printed on demand. So I was like, all right, I'm not worried about that. But it was the part of not knowing what was happening. Cause like I said, tracking it was like at that point I got lost. When you came to my website and you click the link, it's like I don't know if did you buy or not. And I won't know for five days on my side because it's like once they print it they don't ship the book and count the um sale until they print the book so it takes five days for them to get to that point five business days feel me so again there's time i don't have it's like how do i pivot how do i adapt with this shit? you know one of my only metrics for testing it was to go to amazon right because amazon the ranking would change every time somebody bought a book but i said bro that's just from amazon i had people that bought books from barnes and noble i had people that bought books from i didn't even know it was distributed to i was like wait, you got it from here? Like, but I'm reading it off the backside of my metrics and everything. So I'm like, I got to figure something out. I got to figure something out. My merch, that changed because it was like, that pivoted because it was like, as I'm doing it, it's like the pixel changed. I couldn't track the purchases anymore. But luckily with them, they had inked a deal or whatever the case may be where it's like, okay, you can, because you have a, uh, you can own this particular um web domain they had subdomains that it was giving us so i was able to put my subdomain create a new subdomain which is why it changed the pile of cafe clothing when i change the subdomain then i can track purchases and everything like that so that was cool so i'm like all right bet my merch is cool but even that changed because that money was coming in by the month that money was coming in every month so mind you when the pandemic hit first keeping this in context like and we're gonna stay on adaptation and everything but when the pandemic hit first and all of that shit, and then with the tracking from Apple and everything, all of that shit happened, I have to worry about two things simultaneously at one time. Got to make sure I'm not getting sick. Got to make sure I'm keeping my shit on point. Although, luckily, I had a foundation that was already set, so it wasn't much that I had to adjust in that regard. But now I got people around me looking up to me. I got people around me asking me questions like, what do I do for this? I had a, I had an obligation I felt to the people. I had an obligation I felt to the people that, who weren't able to break down a lot of the information. I did that, and I, I kept... You know what I'm saying? So it was like, in my attempt to ad adapt, I also had to low-key remain the same in some kind of vein in order to disseminate what I needed to disseminate. You feel me? And a lot of my counterparts, when I'm watching this in this time, they weren't able to do that with me. There's no shade to them, but I understand what level of entrepreneurship we're in, not because of the hierarchies or the ranks or whatever the case may be, but solely because of our ability to adapt adaptation is a very powerful thing one of my homegirls uh my homegirl tink she was always she was like bro you're the most she's like what does it take to adapt i said being stuck like she was like you do it so easily like isn't that i said because at this point of my life it has become easy but I never, like, don't get me wrong. I don't adapt as soon as I see the change happen. I got to notice the change happen. I'm like, hold on, wait. What are they doing with this? All right, bet. How are we moving? But I have learned to adapt and know that, okay, bam, I got to change first. Because sometimes you can go with a pivot because it could be a trend. I mean, COVID was the perfect 
COVID and the pandemic was the perfect example of watching it go from a simple trend to a reality, which was the change, transformation, and evolution. Because it was the change was okay. You got to get the shot. You don't get the shot. Um, we back in schools. They, I mean, the change itself was okay. COVID is here. Okay, protect yourself. Okay, everybody. Oh, I'm good. I got a immunity. Blah blah blah. When it started getting worse, that's when the transformation happened because the process of what life was hat was was developing to a shame. Everybody, everybody was like, yo, I can't wait for it to go back to normal. I can't wait for it to go back to normal. This is how you know who was gonna adapt and who was not. When people kept saying there was two two people that were in this moment that were either changing or transforming at this time. But they were changing, but it was either they were either gonna stop at the change or they were gonna start transforming. Those people who said, I can't wait for it to go back to normal, they weren't gonna change. They're stuck. The people who said, this is normal. Let me figure out how to adjust to this. Those were the only two people that were there. Entrepreneurship, you saw that. And you saw that in the people, like I said, most of the people who just, you know, fell by the wayside were the people who saw this opportunity as, oh, well, I'm going to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do me. You feel me? The other people was like, yo, this is, I'm. there's no going back from this. Do y'all not see what they're doing? They're shutting shit down. They're, they're changing shit. And a lot of people were still in denial to what was happening. The reality changed right before their eyes and they never saw it coming. Like, this is not normal. Like, this is they're like, this is the new normal, whatever the case may be, but you should have saw this coming ahead of time because you didn't change, but you didn't change, transform, or adapt. I mean, change, transform, or evolve. You change, and then you change back before you could transform. That's a heavy piece to keep entrepreneurs stuck. That push through that wall. Like I said, I was facing it. I'm not going to get up here and act like, you know, I walked through that motherfucking storm. I considered, I was like, yo, bro, like, I don't even want to do entrepreneurship no more. Like at, the, at this point, let me just, let me just pivot and figure out what else I could do now because it was like, I don't know how to adjust to this, but I said, there's, but again, when you actually created your shit, you can't give up on it because like I said, it's like children. All of, and this is what gave me that insight more so towards children and shit because peeping the full scope of everything, <laughs> peeping the full scope of everything, I chuckle because I'm going to tell you the story why I chuckle in a little bit. But peeping the full full scope of everything, it's like all of my brands are different. So frail, from the theme of masculinity to the theme of the markets to the profane profundity to they're all different. You know, hitting the raw plant-based shit. They're all different things, just like children. Children can be born in the same household and still be different. They're going to be catalyzed different. It's not the same. Even twins are different, right? But then I started to think, like, yo, damn. This is, like, it was, honestly, it was coming out of the pandemic. Like, before, I always questioned whether I could be a good father or not. I always questioned whether I wanted to be a father because I was like, man, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. But after walking through, I was like, oh, this is what it is to be a parent. Adaptation. Adaptation. My, my my bags, they're my kids. And I can't neglect them all. Like, so this is what I'm saying. Like in that, my my focus began began after So Frail 3 was written. My focus was to only focus on mastering the market and not neglecting my other kids. Right? That's a part of the adaptation. It's like when you adapt, do you forget? You feel me? 
And largely, do you adapt and do you forget because you're trying to survive and you're no longer thriving? See, that was another shift that I had to pay attention to. Like, once the pandemic hit, the entrepreneurs switched. Like, a lot of entrepreneurs had to switch back to survival. If a lot of your shit wasn't on automation or whatever. But, and then a lot of your shit, like, my shit, this is ultimately how the inflate when inflation community came about. Because most of my shit was high ticket. The shit that I was putting the most information, the most intention into was the high ticket shit, master in the market. You feel me? During the pandemic, I was like, yo, I can't charge these people no crazy amount like that. I was dropping the price like crazy because I was changing to the times rather than evolving. I was trying to change to the times. So it's like, okay, this is just temporary, y'all. At first, and, and I know it's like, yo, bro, you did all of that knowledge dropping about the, the pandemic and what? And I still thought it was temporary in the beginning. I had to adapt to the fact, oh, no, nah, this shit here for the long run when a certain shit came out. Because remember, first when I was talking about it, it was COVID and that it was just COVID. I was like, all right, that's cool. But then when it started to evolve deeper and they started talking about vaccines, that's when I said, oh, no, y'all, this is, we, we need to evolve now. This is, there, there's, there's no changing back. There's no going back to normal. They're literally working on a vaccine to change shit, right? So the adaptation was there and started kicking in then. You feel me? It really started kicking in then. And... Because all of my shit, like I said, was high ticket. I was just, like, let me drop the price. Because I didn't, I wasn't really worried about the money too much. Like, I was like, you know, if y'all buy, y'all buy. But then it's like, I had to, I was like, I can't charge people this much knowing that we all going through this shit. But it's like, bruh, you better charge what you're supposed to be charging because you're going through it too. It's like, bruh, you you in the same boat as them. Like, the fuck you mean? Like, all of y'all swimming in the same boat, whether you had a certain aspect, certain like, you know what I mean? So it's like, how do I fix it? You feel me? So it was a part of the adaptation. It was, you know, another part that I had to adapt to was in that, in the pandemic was when I was doing a lot of my one-on-ones for Mastering the Market. And those one-on-ones were 30 days, 30 days long as shit, right? And it's like, I had one good one. I had an awesome one. I had a horrible one. And then I had a few in between, but the few in between were all different time zones. I didn't anticipate none of that shit. Because I just said, you know what? I could do one-on-ones because it's easier bread. You feel me? You can get one-on-one. If you want, you already have the course, you pay for the one-on-one. Here's the price, right? But also, too, it was if you, you you know, you wanted that one-on-one session without the course, you had to buy the course first and everything. So it was, it was cool. But it was like the time zones were different. I didn't anticipate my reach was that far. I'm just because I'm still thinking, you know, low-key in that regard, I was still thinking limited, like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not that far yet out. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers don't know me like, but motherfuckers know me like that. And it was, I was in different time zones, different countries and this shit. So it's like, I'm waking up two, three o'clock in the motherfucking morning to do a session for two hours with somebody who's up, sunshine and birds chirping and shit. It's midday. They didn't have breakfast, went to the gym and shit. I'm like, bruh, let me get to it. So I'm, I'm you know, breaking this shit down. And so, in that, I was like, yo, this is not sustainable. Because I like doing one-on-ones because I learn, I teach faster. But it's like, this shit ain't sustainable. So what I had to do, I had to evolve. It wasn't even a transform because the transformation was teaching one-on-ones. You feel me? The change was because it was the change was dropping the price. But it's like, fuck. All right, anybody, look, y'all, this pandemic is going to be here for a minute. Y'all can lock in right now, learn shit. I, I'm got, I got one-on-ones. That was the change to the transformation of one-on-ones. But then seeing that, 
yo, this is not sustainable for me, but I can't, I can't go back. I can't go back to just doing a course because I love actually teaching this shit. I love how quick a motherfucker can learn it. That's what I said. One of my favorite students, my best student, you feel me so far, my best student, she got the shit in two weeks. My worst student never got it. Well, she got it. Let me say she got it eventually, but, but that was the level. The first student who got it, she was ready to evolve. Now, this ties back into the entrepreneurship because day trading and investing is an entrepreneurial venture. You're making money outside of conventional norms. You feel what I'm saying? So she had to, she was change, transformation. Everything was already set. She was ready to adapt. She just needed the evolution part. And that's where it came in. The other one just wanted change. Change the fact that I don't know how to make money in the market. That's it. Not evolve me into a motherfucker who can read the market. So it got to a point where one of our last conversations is like, so just like I do, and if you're in the EWI, you know I do this on purpose. Sometimes I give you a bad trade. Sometimes I give you a good good trade. She's the reason why I do that shit. I tell you where your stop loss is supposed to be. I tell you about moving it to zero. Most times if I tell you to move a stop loss to zero is because I know it's going to go the other way. But I know that if I'm teaching this shit and people are just excited and they believe what I'm saying, they don't really understand what I'm doing, they're going to try to take that trade. They're going to go with that trade solely because I told them to go with it. No, no, that's not how you learn. I'm not here for you to mimic me. I'm here for you to walk away from me and know how to do this. Evolve into a trader. Evolve into an investor. Some people don't want to do that. They just want to change into having investments and doing trading. No, I'm teaching you how to evolve into that space. You feel what I'm saying? So with her in our one-on-ones, I would purposely give her trades that would work and wouldn't work. I'm like, look, I'm going to look at this. I'm going to get out here, blah, blah, blah. I would tell her what I was going to do. She would take the trade too. I took it with you and I lost. Why'd you take it with me? Well, what 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 grounds made you take it? Because you took it. Why? Why did I take it? Well, you, you, okay. Did you do your own analysis? All right. I started to realize I'm dealing with somebody who doesn't want to evolve. Now, at this point, I'm wasting my time. Because this is why I live by, you know, you're wasting money before you waste my time. But I was wasting my time and she was wasting her money. So as I'm going through it and I'm trying to, she's like, the, one of the last conversations we had, she said, you know, you gurus are all the same. You don't teach us anything. You get us in here and you make your money for real and you let us suffer, whatever the case may be. She said, I trusted you. When she said these words, this is, was a catalyst, I think, that evolved me into what created the EWE community. Um she told me, she said, I trusted you with my financial freedom. You put this on me? I was like, you trusted me with your financial freedom. So I said, all right, this is going to get us squared away. I gave her a solid strategy and shit because it's like, all right, obviously you just want a template. You don't really want to do this shit. You don't really want to do this shit for real. And that's cool. So I said, all right, here's a strategy. Boom, 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 follow this. And I said, this should square us up. She hit me up a day and a half later. I must say your strategy does work. I don't know why the ones you gave me didn't work, but it's working now because you weren't doing your fucking part. You weren't doing your fucking part. This ties into the entrepreneurship. Adaptation requires you to do your fucking part. Yeah, I'm a little tight about that because that still pissed me off. I channeled the energy right, but that pissed me off because she tried to discredit who I was. She said, I feel bad that I recommended people to you because you um, 
I feel bad that I recommended people to you because I got cheated or whatever case may be. I said, I didn't fucking cheat you. You didn't learn the shit. And it really fucked with me because I was like, maybe I did teach her wrong. And I'm I'm going through my head like, yo, and like I said, my favorite student, she will always come through. And I asked her, I asked all of the students, I was like, yo, um, are you still doing good with the markets? This is how much it fucked me up. Because it was like, I said, are y'all still doing good with the markets? They were like, I mean, you know, the market's slow because stock's down and shit because you know how the U.S. dollar is. They're breaking down what I'm teaching them. They're like, I'm good. I'm not, you know what I mean? And so my favorite student, she would come through and she would send me like, oh, no, I just made a banger. I'm good. She kept sending them to me to remind me. She said, you're good. It's not you. It was the student. It's not what you taught. It was the student. It's she didn't do her part. She said, the reason why I do this, because I did my part and I had to step back and look. She did her fucking part. Because when I look at the difference between those two, like I said, these students are damn, they're complete opposites. You feel me? They're complete opposites. And the difference is when I told the, my, the student who, who walked away so fast, she was like, yo, um, I got it. You know what I mean? She was like, this is it. I'm, I'm good. But she was able to teach it back to me. The other student was afraid to teach it back to me. And I started, this is why if you're in the E, well, you, you heard me say, don't tell me what I want to hear. Tell me what the fuck the right answer is. Yeah, I say it like that sometimes. Not like in a, great, a rude way, but it's like, yeah, show me what the answer is. Don't say that. Don't take the shit because I told you. Like, don't be afraid. And that was her thing. She was trying to be right. She was trying to, I was like, no, you need to understand this. You feel me? When she couldn't teach it back to me, I knew that there was going to be a problem. But then when I have, you know, other students who they're teaching it back to me in their own way, I knew they got it. Like, this is some shit I'm going to add to the Iwi uh, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I might add it to the Iwi. You know what I mean? But it's a, she was like, when I was teaching her about um, how to know when, when a stock is dying and when you should be getting out of shit, she was like, oh, so it's like a heartbeat. I said, I had not even looked at it like that, but it is like a motherfucking heartbeat. She said, you know, when the EKG thing, it beep, beep, beep. She said, it's going to do it that many times and it's done. And I looked in and said, yeah. She said, okay, cool. I got it. And when she said she got it, she got that shit. You feel me? And I was like, damn. So she was the one that was reminding me, you did right. And I had to sit back and look at the two dynamics of how they are playing out. It's like, you're right. You taught it back to me. She didn't. You were... You evolved into it. She didn't. It was a change. You feel me? And don't, this ain't no misogyny shit to be on some, yo, oh, you wait. This just happened to be how my students play out. The best student and the worst student happened to be women. You feel me? And, and the way in which they got the material and the content and how they were just able to do it, it was like, but I seen what the difference is, which made me adapt. Because then I had another session. I had another session where, you know, me and my homie going one-on-one and shit. And I was like, again, this is where I was like, I got to record it so you can replay it and shit like that, right? And my homie, you know what I'm saying? This is this is one of my homie homies and shit, like, but he got a son. The only time he had available to, to, to you know what I'm saying? I think it was like one or two o'clock in the morning. You feel me? I was like, bruh, I got you. So we was, I record him shit. I take me a nap. It was so much going on that I was like, all right. But he solidified. The fact that, okay, yeah, this needs to be a community that you can come back to. Because I said, there's no reason, like, he got a kid, yo. There's no reason why he should have to be at 1 o'clock in the morning. I was like, you know what? So I want him recorded so y'all can see him whenever you want to. But then I got 30 days. 30 days, I know it takes for a one-on-one session for me to get all the way through. So it's like, 
fuck, how am I going to do this? Guy? I, like, I, I can't keep doing one-on-ones. The money was good and shit, but I said, yo, I, just, I, I don't have any time anymore. I'm well, I'm not rested. Um, I'm, the hair that I already lost is falling out. <laughs> you feel me? I'll be a dramatic and shit. But all of that shit was, it, it taught me how, what I needed to do to adapt. So I was like, all right, cool. This segues me into my next point of the adaptation. You can't adapt by yourself. You have to adapt and be led or guided by a motherfucker who's already adapted into what you're trying to get into. That's where the ego comes in. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to fuck with the the people who they can learn, who they need to be learning from. You feel me? This low-key ties into mastering the market shit. A lot of motherfuckers keep saying, I can watch this on YouTube. You can't watch my shit on YouTube. It's not happening, Captain. You not. You can't watch my shit on YouTube. You can't watch the depths of what I do on YouTube because it's not on YouTube. I made sure it's not. It's in the play with inflation community. Feel me? And low key, high key and mid key. I'm one of the greatest to do this right now. And I want my students are going to be on that type time too. But as of the, at this moment, I'm one of the greatest to do this. You feel me? So I'm not putting my shit on YouTube for free. But again, that ties into the adaptation and the ability to adapt or not. One of the things is I tell people like, it's like, yo, now I give people the choices of adaptation and they don't even, they don't realize what was happening with it as far as the master market course goes and shit. It's like, yo, you can be the turtle and get the master market course for $3.99 or you could pay $54.97 a month to join the inflation community and get straight to it. You get the master market course for free just for paying for the month. But now that 30 day one-on-one session, if you need more, because that was the thing. That was another thing that tied into it, right? Some people needed more than 30 days. Like my favorite student, the one who got it, she only needed two weeks. And I tell this story because it pisses me off. Like, pisses me off. I said, you got in two weeks what the fuck took me six to seven years to fully, like, you feel me? To fully get to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm well, it wasn't six years, it was five. Because I started studying in 2015. I started studying everything in 2015. Um, I started applying applying everything in 2016. And then from 2016 until, no, so it wasn't even, it was three. Damn, the pandemic really fucked up time, bro. Because I dropped, so I dropped the Hitting the Raw. I mean, the, like I dropped the Master of the Market course in 2018. January 2018, because it was out by 2019. Because COVID hit and then that's when 20. Yeah, so, so it was three. Damn. I'm thinking it's five. That wow, that's crazy. How much time had has elapsed and didn't elapse? But whatever. So from 2015 to 2018, right? Basically, no. It was two. Had to be 2019, and when I actually, yeah. So I did drop it in 2019. So four years. Four years. I dropped the hitting the raw. Uh, I mean, that master the market course in four years. So it took me four years to get what she got in two fucking weeks. It pissed me off, but it made me feel good at the same time because it pissed me off because I'm like, bro, I went through all of this shit, reading books, blowing accounts, all of this other crazy shit, and you got it in two weeks and you good. But it showed the testament of how efficient I am at teaching this shit and how fast I can get it done. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? 
Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? Right? So that was another piece of what I needed to adapt. But I didn't know it. I didn't quite know it yet. But I'm learning that I have to tap into this part. So all of these things, as I'm sitting, they have to come together now. So this is what I was saying, like, she only needed two weeks to get it. The other student, I know she needed more than 30 days, but she was going to have to pay me again for another 30 days. The fuck? It's like, you're not going to, and it's like, but now I don't, I don't want, I don't have that time. Now, not only do I have the time, I don't want to fuck with your attitude no more because you blame me for some shit that you failed to do. And like I said, after I gave her that one strategy, just like, yo, bam, bam, bam. She's like, oh, it does work. I know it works. I do it. Why you kept fucking it up was because you weren't doing the analysis. I literally had to break it down every single piece. Like this right here, this right. And I, I know saying that's what the fuck you were supposed to be teaching. I get it. But when you, when I, I've already gone through it, you keep telling me, I got it. I got it. And then when I ask you to teach it back to me, you don't. I can't be that hands-on anymore. I'm not holding nobody's fucking hand through this shit. You feel me? That was something I had to adapt to. You can't hold everybody's hand. Fuck them respectfully. They got to do, they do part. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and so all of these different things came together and triggered the, the adaptation that was needed to this entire situation. So, like I said, when I'm looking at the full scope of COVID, when I'm looking at, you know, the pandemic and shit, motherfuckers losing jobs and shit, but everybody like, all people keep saying this, yo, the stock market, that's where you need to put your money. Stock market, put your money. Stock market, put your money. Okay. Then what? Well, you buy my course, I'm going to show you what I do. You feel me? I'm going to tell you what you should be looking for. I'm going to be telling you this, that, and third. No, fuck that. I'm going to give you the whole skill on how to play this motherfucking game and get the fuck out of my face. Respectfully. You feel me? The reason why is because my level of expertise in this shit, it doesn't require you to stay with me forever. But now, as like I said, if we're, you're in the community, you have the time to get out when you're done. You feel me? But you got to pay for that. You feel me? You got to pay for that. So the one-on-one sessions mixed with COVID, mixed with all of that, I had I had to transform. Like I said, the transformation was creating the one-on-one sessions. The community developed out of that evolution because there was still one more piece that had to go into it. Marketing. How in the fuck do I market this shit now? Because not only do I have to drop the prices, I didn't have to, but I'm like, not only do I have to drop the prices because people are losing jobs, people doing all this, and they're panicking. I got to get people through. And then it's like, I also had to consider that because there were people who would, oh, open all the the content material for me. I open it. It only happened once. It only happened once. I I got robbed. I got robbed and it hurt my feelings because for one, I don't, I be doing this for the people, bro. Sis, all y'all, I do this for the people. I do this for like the people. It's like, so to come into the course, say, uh, open all of it so I can just learn it. And then I open all of it. I don't know if they downloaded it. I don't know if they screen recorded. I don't know. 
All I know is within that 30 days, they requested their money back and they had gone through the whole content. I couldn't do shit about it. I had to give them their money back. That hurt. That hurt a lot because it's like, I understand now why people get mad when people steal. It's not until you own something that is stolen from you that you realize how powerful stealing really is. It makes you want to kill a motherfucker. Like, you feel me? It makes you really want to kill a motherfucker. And I was like, yo, I didn't do you. I didn't do anything wrong to you. I gave you a whole skill, a whole gym. I gave you so much. And you feel me? And then it almost happened again. A motherfucker, I ran a deal. And the motherfucker said, yeah, I bought the course. I enrolled in the course for the um for the $65 you dropped it for for Juneteenth. Um, I didn't get my, I said, I sent all the emails out to the students. Check your email, check your spam. Motherfucker never responded back. I was like, so you really didn't even enroll in the motherfucker. And you were just trying to play me, bro. Like, what did I do? For, what did I, what do I do to y'all for y'all to make it, to make y'all do this shit? So I said, all right, all right, all right, I'll, I'll fix this. You feel me? I'll fix this. So. Like I said, that made me have to pivot as far as master the market goes because I was like, to give you my thirty day money back guarantee, I have to lip, I have to drip the um content. You're gonna get it every week. You feel me? And it'll open all up after the four weeks. But you're not playing me. I'm not gonna give you all of my content and then you know what I'm saying for the eight week course. And then it's not only eight weeks. I give you correlation. I give you two time frames. I give you so much, and you take it all because you binged it and shit. You recorded my shit and you like you feel me. And then you got, now you closed out of the course. So if you forgot, but it's like, if you got my shit, bro, you got my shit. You could literally make a whole course off of everything I got. And I can't do shit about it. Because I would have to find a motherfucking know that, okay, this is my motherfucking content. It is what it is. But it made me pivot. It was one of the catalysts to say, okay, it's time to evolve. The difference, what takes you between transformation and evolution? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep, you know getting the topics across but like what what transitions you from from the perspective of transformation to evolution is the catalyst that you absorb so the catalyst that ultimately would transform mastering the market into the inflate with inflation community was the good student the best student the worst student getting stolen from the pandemic having a shift um the 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 fact that I could not I could no longer track my purchases because I didn't own that website um, only on my site as a landing page I could send it to it um, there was a lot but there was one final piece and it was the marketing like I said the marketing you know what I'm saying all of that but the marketing was real different because it was like in it in trying to market I was you know I had I had to become a student again so you know real started coming in and motherfuckers was pivoting it's like you got to do real you got to do this so everybody's thing was entertained I wasn't dancing I wasn't I tried to I tried not to dance part but like I tried to do the skits and shit and the recording shit it's like you get drained after that shit because it's like now I got to record these videos yeah these videos are a minute these videos are 30 seconds but it's like I got to edit them I got to make sure I say the right thing I got to have the right content this content had reached a point in my head to where the advanced shit that I once thought was advanced is basic to me now. So I can't explain to you basic shit no more. Because for me, that's remedial shit. I be forgetting the shit that motherfuckers ain't learned yet sometimes. You feel me? And so I'm like, I got to keep that in mind. So it's like that shit kept burning me out. Mind you, in that shit burning me out, I had to keep my other shit going. I still had to do so for real. 
I still had to do hitting it raw. I still had to do the podcast. If y'all notice, like I, I have not. The breaks between the podcast were, of course, my burnouts. You feel what I'm saying? And my adjustments to the entrepreneurship and shit like that, and and the changing that had happened during the pandemic or whatever. But for the most part, I came back. I stayed consistent. Still giving you two episodes a week. Still giving you over an hour and a half worth of content and shit and information that's like you know what it's supposed to be for what I have to deliver. I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. I was like, damn, bro, I, I'm this is this is exhausting, and all of it was exhausting solely because of mastering the market. Mastering the market was the thing that really changed me the most because I'm like, bruh, I gotta do this, but I can't do this no more. Like that is the that is that is when you know it's time to adapt, and that's when you know evolution is you're you're at the cusp of going from a change to a transformation to an evolution. You're in between the window of transformation and evolution because you realize you reach across where you say, I got to do this. I have to. This is a must that I do this, but I can't do it anymore. But I also can't quit. I can't leave this. I, I this is a part of my purpose. Like I mentioned, entrepreneurship time. I'm like, I have to do this. There's no way that I cannot do this. I have to do this. Right. But I was like, I can't continue to make content and still trade and still do the necessary things. Say so it defeats the purpose. Then I become what? Like those gurus who just have a whole bunch of theory who can't show you shit because they're not doing it because they're so busy trying to teach it to you. You feel me? I didn't want to be that. I said, I have to break the mold somehow. I can't like because that defeats the purpose. I Here I am saying I do this shit. Now I'm so overwhelmed because. I've done a one-on-one session. I still got to trade. I still got to do this. I still got to do all of these different things. And it's like, I'm on hamster on the wheel right now. I have to adapt. So like I said, the marketing side of it was, you know, the marketing and the branding was, I got to get people to fucking master the market. I got to get people to fucking master the market. But what happened when I was trying to get people to fucking master the market? The actual Just Seen brand, which where everything started from, it started to diminish. Oh, you ain't posting as much. Bitch, I can't. The fuck? You better listen to the podcast and leave me alone. You feel me? That crossroads. Y'all are following me. Y'all, y'all, if y'all are listening here, y'all, chances are y'all follow me over there on my podcast. But y'all remember that time when I just kept announcing, yo, I'm a I'm I'm done. I can't do this on this page anymore. I said I'm done. I had to keep announcing that I was done. Not for y'all to to, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, I can't. I literally, I was telling y'all I couldn't do this anymore. But I had to do it. Like, that was the crazy mind fucks. It was like, that page just shut down. But it was like, it ain't shut down. I just went on a mean hiatus from it. So I can try to get myself centered again. And I was like, I need that page. I need it. Not in the in the fiend type shit. Like, oh, I need Instagram. Because it's like, no. My entire realm, the audience, everything was built off of that. I need that. Like, when I went into my analytics, like, there was, like, the lookalike audiences that I was able to create solely off my Just Seen page, like, I got so much traffic in a month. It was crazy just to that page alone. So I was like, I need that fucking page. But I can't do that page, and I got to build Master in the Market up to where I built that page. That's exhausting. I said, I'm trying, but damn, niggas just want free shit. Oh, I like this. I can't watch your YouTube video. So it was like, I said, I got to figure out the best way to pivot so as i'm brainstorming all of this shit is coming together and i'm still having one missing piece i don't have a mentor i don't have a guide i don't have somebody who's already doing what i'm what i'm trying to do to show me what i need show me what i'm missing right and so when it's time to adapt as they say when a student is ready the teacher appears that is when you know you're in a realm for adaptation 
when the teacher you need shows up and gives you exactly what you need. And you're like, bruh, that was my missing piece. You feel what I'm saying? Those were the things that I saw and I observed that a lot of the entrepreneurs that started at the beginning of the pandemic, they didn't have. They didn't have that shit. Not only did they not have it, they didn't know where to find it and they weren't going to find it. That's how you know a motherfucker who changed. Motherfuckers who just changed into the shit, they weren't going to go find it. They were going to complain about, all oh, this shit just fell. It's like, nah, it's like, all right, this shit fell. I got to figure out the best way to get to it. Those are the transformers. You feel me? The, the, the evolved, those who reached the level of evolution, they decide, okay, all of these things are catalysts. I know for a fact I have to do this. I know for a fact it's doable, but I just can't do it the way I'm doing it anymore. You feel me? So I was still cranking out the content. It's like, and then that's one of the hardest parts. I didn't have a moment to stop and actually look at all of the pieces and say, yo, this is what you're doing. So this is why I had to go to, you know, somebody who was able to see it from this perspective. I couldn't because like I said, I'm still trying to keep the podcast up, still trying to come up with merch ideas and create the merch, keep that flowing. I'm still trying to do it. It's like, yo, this shit, it became exhausting. And then at that point it was, I was no longer thriving in it because I wasn't even worried about, I was like, yo, I got to make some money this month. I have to make some money this month. Everything started to, to get affected. You feel me? I would have to go like two or three days without trading because I had to recharge. You feel me? I had to fucking recharge because I'm like, damn, bro, I just had this session. And then it's like, as soon as I get a session done, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to take this next 30 days and breathe. But it's like, damn, bro, motherfucker, I want a session. You got to get this paper. You feel me? I started trading my time for money, which is millionaire fast lane shit. It was like, yo, I don't have my time anymore. I wasn't, I wasn't in control of my time. And like I said, when that moment hit, I was like, you know what? Let me drop off of this and focus on mastering the market. Everything else suffered. Hitting it raw, that shit is like, because it's like that audience is small. It's a lot smaller. Like everybody ain't trying to be plant-based, let alone raw. So it's like, fuck them. <laughs> I said, the book is there, man. It's, and it's like, I was already so done with it. Not done. It's like, it's like, all right, I already, because I know I don't, there's not much I can say for that. You feel me? I said all I can say, and that's what it is. Either you get the book or you don't. Like, you feel me? Go to the link in the bio or some shit. But So Frail was that was more prevalent because it kept coming up because these are the conversations. Oh, masculine is masculine is I got to keep in that because that doesn't stop. The fad of going into plant-based has stopped. You know what I'm saying? People still, you know, just people still getting it, still buying the books and still reading it and everything because they're like, oh shit, this is, I'm still, I've been trying to get into that, but it's like, I have not, I wasn't able to. And that was one of the ones I said I could let fall. I said, because everybody ain't trying to be plant-based, but everybody has to understand this, this, these markets and shit because of what's going on. Everybody has to, especially men, have to understand masculinity for what it really is. You feel me? And then everybody got to get these gems off the podcast because sometimes that was my only release. You feel me? And so, like I said, as I'm at the catalyst point, I'm like, all right, bet. So in the middle of the pandemic, when they were talking about... um. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all like and i leveraged it i had to leverage it so in the middle of the pandemic well not even the middle towards the end towards the end of it when it was all said and done right it was like when they started talking about mandating vaccines right i got a job at walgreens right i got a job at walgreens um i don't tell the story because i don't know if i can get me in trouble or not but i did it so i can get some vaccination cards right 
So I got a job at Walgreens as a manager. Well, I was a shift lead. I wasn't a manager manager because, you know, they was like, oh, you got the credentials with it. I said, I don't want that much responsibility. I'm not going to be here long. I'm trying to serve a purpose. You feel me? So I, I kind of got some... um I got some vaccination cards and shit, and I was, you know, banging them out for my people that didn't want to get a vaccination. I was, I was, you know, because I was a shift lead, I was able to work in a pharmacy. So I would go into the pharmacy and I would watch how they filled the cards out, what the stock numbers are and shit like that. And I, you know, my siblings and shit, I made sure, yeah, y'all need cards. If they try to mandate, boom, I got you. That's why I went. You feel me? Infiltrate, educate, and vacate. Ah, <laughs> but no, 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 no. I had to infiltrate that system because I said I refuse to get this shit, but I need to I need to act like I got it. So I have to, you know, so I knew the code for the pharmacy that I was at. I knew the numbers. I knew that certain shit. Now I knew how to base it. I knew the six month. I started paying attention to the six month time frame and how much time has to be between the boosters and all that other goofy shit. And so I was prepared for that. And, you know, once they said so, it was like by March. I think I started working there in September. Matter of fact, I started working there just after Sofra 3 dropped or whatever the case may be. I said, I'm not getting this shit and I'm going to play this game differently, right? So I was like, because first, all right, so the story went like this. First, I was going to work at Walmart overnight. And then I did work at Walmart overnight for like two days. And then I was like, damn, I can't get to the pharmacy. So the opportunity presented itself for Walgreens as well. And I was like, okay, let me, um, you know, let me try that. And it was like, I got it. And it was like, oh, you good. Like your credentials are, you know, you can even be a pharmacy manager if you want to. I know. I don't want to be though. You know, I'm here for a reason. You feel me? So they was they kept arguing and kept saying it was gonna manage. So I'm work, I'm weathering this storm, going through Walgreens and shit, trying to get, you know, um, like I don't I, every day it's like I don't have to be here. I don't have to be here, but it's like, I need these cards. Um, so I'm like, let me see when it's like I think by March. By Marchish, that's when they was like, all right, they're not gonna um mandate. They dropped it and they said we're not mandating it. You don't have to get it. It was like, cause my thing, I was looking out for the people. I was like, if anybody need them, I got them. I got these Jones for the low. And it was the authentic cards. The, I, I actually went to the back. I risked, I risked a lot of shit. Um, for the sake of my people. But it's like when a when a manager manager would leave and I worked the night shift and I was the closing manager and shit, I was the one who was always in the office where the cameras are. My other employees are up front. So the fuck? I can't see me doing shit. So I would go to the back where they were stocked at. Boom, boom, boom. Take a couple. You feel me? And I was like, yo, you, see, you know what I'm saying? Bop, bop, bop. But like I said, around Marchish, they said they're not going to need it or whatever the case may be. Um, they're not going to mandate any shit. So I was out of there by... um. I left, I left around May because I started fucking with the people because some of the people that were there, they were entrepreneurs and they had that. It was crazy how it worked out because some of those people, they was like, man, I need another source of income. And, this and, there. and I was like, yo, you really do a lot of shit. Then they found out about my books and they found out about some of the other shit. And so the managers, they started trying to target me and shit. Like, oh my gosh, they, you know, I got wrote up. I got wrote up because I had bought some cigars and shit and a girl, she didn't card me and they, they wrote me up because I didn't, I, I didn't have, I didn't give her my um ID card. Knowing that shit, I said, y'all really trying to get me out of here. It's okay. I, I, I said, all right, I see what y'all doing. I'll, you feel me? It is what it is. So, you know, once everything, you know, served its purpose and shit, I leveraged them and shit and got out the motherfucker, right? But anywho, that was a part of the adaptation, right? So I was like, all right, bet. I I used that. I ain't, Like that moment... Being with the people that were at the job that were entrepreneurs too, that were trying to get out, it's like it reignited, it reignited me to where I was able to start thinking about what I need to do next. 
And in that moment, that's when, you know, because again, now, mind you, add this on to the fact that I'm still doing one-on-one sessions. That's why it became so exhausting and shit. So I was like, fuck, working in Walgreens ain't hard. This is like, as a shift lead, all I do is count fucking money and help out when they needed to help. Like, it wasn't a hard job. I stocked shit. Like, I'm like, come on, man, give it this easy money. But I needed those cards. I, I was like, yo, I, my brother had just had his, um, he just had another son. So he had four kids. And I'm like, yo, if y'all, hey, your job try to say it, let me know. If the school try to say it, let me know. I got y'all. I got y'all. You feel me? That's what I went there for. I'm always willing to put myself on the front line for my family. I don't give a fuck. My sister, you know what I'm saying? Her, her daughter and everything. I'm like, I got y'all. It is what it is. So as I'm dealing with the people who are like, yo, you were, yeah, it's like, so they started targeting me, but there's people who was actually listening to me picking the game and shit. And it's like, yo, you do the trading and shit. And it was like, yeah. So as I'm going over, um, so one of the guys that I was um, working with, he was like, yo, so show me, he says, you got any good trades today? And I'm showing him, like, bam, 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 breaking it down. As I'm showing him, I'm showing him real time. He's like, yo, how do you see it like that? I said, how can't you? It's like, it's easy. I said, I teach it like this. And so that was like one of the missing pieces because I'm seeing how easy I'm just, I'm showing him in real time what I'm doing at that moment. Right. So I'm like, bam, that's another piece of the arsenal. That's another catalyst. Right. So the EWE community got created then. You feel me? It got created. The idea and the conceptualization is like, yo, just, bro. And it was like, so the final piece was still missing. I said, but how am I going to do the content? How am I going to show people and do the marketing? Because it's like, yo, I was like, and this is one of my homies. Right hand, you feel me? She like she tapped in, like she she. When I say she tapped in, she tapped in. It's like yo, she would get message and shit. She was like yo, bro, you got to pivot. How am I pivot, man? Tell me how I pivot. I don't know, bro. They tell me you need to pivot. I don't know what to tell you about that shit. Well, tell me, don't tell me that I need to pivot, and then don't tell me how to pivot. You feel me? They say, well, you know how to pivot. I say, if I knew how to pivot, wouldn't I have pivoted? You feel me? She said, you'll figure it out. She will always stay up on me, and she'll do some, she'll do some random shit. Like she hit me about you're closer. You're closer. Tell me when I'm at it. Like, don't tell me that I'm closer. But I, I appreciate that because I figured everything out and I started putting the pieces together. So ultimately, with the ewe, it was like, um, yeah, I'm I'm good. So when I actually left Walgreens and shit, let me tell you how it happened. Because I, I I had no plan on staying. It was like once they, I was like, so I was cool with some of the people just vibing with them and shit. So I had a call out, you know, because nobody wants to come to work and shit. So I had a call out. And they didn't tell me. So the, I'm calling the manager. I'm like, yo, you know, such and such called out. Oh, yeah, she called out and we didn't find anybody. I said, nobody was going to tell me. She was like, nah. I said, all right, cool. Turn in my two weeks. Feel me? I was like, I'm done. And the manager, she tried to, you know, be an asshole and shit. Because I said, they've been fucking with me the whole time. She was like, you know, she deactivated my, um, she basically turned me. So she deactivated all of my shit. So when I came in, mind you, I turned my shit in on a Sunday, right? I always had those two days, Monday and Tuesday, back to back off. So I came back in on Wednesday. Wednesday morning, 7.30 in the motherfucking morning. I get there, my keys don't work. Well, my keys work, but I can't put, um, I can't clock in. So I noticed that she pulled up and she don't get out. I guess she was just afraid of me or some shit. So she waited for another person to come in. She said, oh, you don't have to work the two weeks. I said, you could have called me. You could have told me this Sunday. You could have told me this Monday when you got the two weeks notice. You could have told me Tuesday. You could have told me before I came in. Well, I didn't think, and then supposedly it was, I didn't think he was going to bring back the keys. Fuck, I want these punk ass keys for. I don't need this shit. I already got what I came for. They're not mandating this shit. I don't need the cards. I'm out. The fuck? I knew what I was doing and I got what I was supposed to get. The fuck? But that final piece, like I said, so 
And they did that. I said, all right, cool. And at that moment, when I went back, I just, everything is like, I just put everything together. And I was like, all right, here's what it is. And so I created the iwi. And then once I created the iwi, it just, it, it, the adaptation, every piece of the adaptation, the final evolutionary piece was there because it was like, all right, I'm going to do, I'm going to do one-on-ones. You feel me? And when I do the one-on-ones, I'm going to have the YouTube videos like I was doing with my one-on-one sessions, right? Now I'm going to put the course in it for free. So it's like now you're getting the course right there. And now whenever I teach something that night, you go straight to it. But I'm not going to be teaching it. I'm just going to do it. Because everybody, that's what they want to see, how I do it. So it's like, how am I going to do the marketing? And I came to my homegirl who was like, yo, you got to give them something for free. So what I was trying to give for free, that's what turned into the content. That's what turned into the original content that kept burning me out. Because I was like, this shit's so easy. It's like, oh, the big players, you have five phases of the market. Oh, shit. I, had a, I didn't like doing that shit because it wasn't organic to me. I like to be in the moment when I create my content. Y'all see here, the podcast and shit. I don't do any takes. I just hit record and fucking go and let whatever comes out, comes out. And I keep it, you know, in line with what I'm talking about. So that was the most organic for me. I needed to do that exact same shit with the, with the iwi, with Master the Market. I was like, it's got to be organic. So I was like, all right, so how? And I was like, because my thing, I didn't want to give them any free shit. I said, I'm not giving nobody free shit because this shit I work too hard for. You know what I'm saying? To give them free, it's like, it's like that's going to change your marketing strategy. Because now I'm going to give you the hardest shit. I'm going to give you the exact moments that I'm making when I'm talking about third time frames, when I'm talking about rollovers, when I'm talking about market turns. It's like, that's what I'm going to give you. So I figured out, how can I do it? How can I give it to them the best? And so I was like, just do the ewe, record the video, clip the video, chop it up, post it. And I was like, bruh. So it's because it's like if my webinars come my one on one sessions, they were like two hours long again, burning the motherfucker out because for 30 days straight and it's like random times in the day. And it's like I still got to do my shit. It's like that was fucking me up. But I said, oh, now, because usually my analysis and my actual trade setup and everything, it only takes me about an hour to do. If that because the correlation, the correlation only takes me 30 minutes to do for two different two sections of two different types of time frames. Once the correlation is done. Bam, I just pick a trade and I'm good for like the next hour. So I really only have to put in two hours max of time of analysis, but really it's only an hour and a half. So what I decided to do was just do the shit, record the shit while you're doing it. That was the luxury I didn't have with my one-on-ones because I was like, I got to pull you up when the markets are at this particular point. So it's like, I don't, I do it already. I have the correlation already done. By 5.30 and shit, by, by 6 o'clock. So I do it like 5.30. So I was like, I was already stuck on that. So I said, don't break it. So I add that to the iwi. Now, because when you're in the iwi, I factored in the fact that my homeboy, you feel me? He had a son. And it's like, yo, bro, I can't pull up like that. And there would be some sessions he would cancel. He's like, yo, bro, I'm exhausted. I can't make it. Cool, bro. I ain't even mad because I'm exhausted too. I ain't gonna tell you that, but I'm exhausted too. So you feel what I'm saying? We're gonna, we gonna we'll reschedule. But now I don't have to reschedule shit because it's like, yo, just watch the replay. I leave the folder that I put the, I leave the playlist that I put all of the videos in, in the iwi. If you miss it, go watch it, go rewatch it. And so a lot of people don't show up at five thirty to to um to six thirty five thirty seven, you know, when we have webinars because it's like, yo, they got shit to do. They got families, they got kids, they got school, they got a whole bunch of other shit. They got lives and they can't, but they have a small pocket of time where they can come back and watch it. So I'm like, hmm, bet that's how I'm gonna do it, right? So the content ultimately became 
I take this whole webinar and I clip it up in little 15 second, 30 second. Well, not 30 because it's not that short. Anywhere between 30 seconds and a minute because that's the algorithm and shit. That's what it allow you to have. So I started clipping that shit up. The marketing now changed because I'm like, bet this is this is cold. Okay. Now I can just clip the shit and post it. And now you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That was what my homegirl was telling me. Give them something for free. And it's like, but it has to be a value. And I'm like, okay, I give you the ultimate level of value because I'm giving you exactly what I'm doing. This isn't rhetoric. This I'm showing you the experience right here in real time. But I'm leaving out how to do it. I'm not leaving it out because I'm showing you doing showing it, but it's like you can't decipher that. And, and so it changed the market. It's like, yo, come to the Ewe and see us do it all the time. Right? There was still a missing piece though. Because it was like all of that was making sense. It was like, fuck, like I got it. But it's like, I still have three or four other brands that need my attention. Ewe, Master in the Market, they completely got my attention. Like I stopped fucking with So Frail like that. Cause I wrote the book. Y'all should know where it's at. The fuck? You feel me? Listen to So Frail Conversation. So I like that's where, again, this is a part of the marketing too. The ads that come up, they're mine. That's one of the, I love that part. I ain't even gonna hold you. I love that part of being a podcaster. Like knowing that I quote unquote sponsor my own podcast. Like I'm the ad motherfucker that y'all see. It's my shit. Like you feel me? That is an amazing thing. So it was like I was leveraging that. Like, okay, let me um let me uh let me post, like put my content in my content to show y'all where to go and shit. But it's like, hmm, after a while, you feel me? Everybody has to be willing to go to that. So it's like, all right podcast still going so it's like the podcast i felt would be but it's like i need the eyes that need to get what i'm talking about i can't just depend on my podcast and because it's like the new person coming oh did you like so frail conversations get the book that's not always the case if they didn't like the so frail conversation they're not coming back to listen to this motherfucker regardless of how many stars you got and speaking of stars i was just looking because i was trying to find a title of this to all those on the apple podcast thing that have put me at 22 five-star ratings thank you Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Y'all are the shit. I fucked with y'all heavy. You feel me? I didn't even know I had that many. But anywho, so that was, you know, I was looking at the marketing from that perspective. So I was like, all right, bet. What do I need to do? So that's when, you know, like I say it was all coming together and shit. I'm like, ewe and everything, boom, boom, boom. So I'm going to do this. But then that's when I got some guidance from the big homie and shit. You feel me? And um, my uh, the big homie, Derek Grace, like, is like, asked the question in this community and shit because it was like yo he was the thing it just aligned perfectly he's like i'm gonna show you how to market without instagram without instagram and facebook ads i was like damn i need to learn how to do that shit because they fucked up the algorithm you feel me i was a beast with the shit with you know what i'm saying finding my target audience there was a lot of shit they started changing i was a beast with the shit but then they changed it when apple can he was like i don't run no ads like not for i don't pay for them he was like and so he showed me the concept of guerrilla marketing and in that, I asked a simple question in one of the webinars or whatever case may be. I got in and I was like, yo, how do you manage, how can you manage multiple brands that are unrelated and still, you know, maintain the consistency? And, you know what I'm saying? So as he was explaining it, he's like, because you don't try to do the brand, just do yourself and then put the brands in the middle of it. And I was like, I was thinking about it, what? He's like, make it like a commercial. You feel me? And it's like, bruh, bruh. Bruh, so if y'all have noticed, that's why I like how this episode played out. If y'all have noticed lately, my page is like my regular posts, the captions and shit that y'all fuck with, but they have turned into reels because Instagram is awesome. They're paying, they're paying motherfuckers for reels. So I'm like, all right, bet. But 
that is what I am. Justine is like, I, and that was like, when I came back after that time, oh, we miss you. you the Twitter, I know your timeline won't shit without me. Your timeline won't shit without seeing motherfucker. Y'all know what's up. But when I came back, I was refreshed a little bit and I started getting the momentum going. I started posting again. It's oh my gosh, it feels so good to have you back on my page or whatever the case may be. And I was like, that was, the, I still needed my audience. Like, like they were still there. And it's like, how do I, how do I function? And again, here's another piece. And these are all little nuggets along the way to help me adapt and get the catalyst of what I need to adapt. So what I'm, I'm saying is because as an entrepreneur, there's things right now on your path that are showing you what you're going to have to do to adapt. You have to be able to see them while you're in your transformative to your evolutionary phase. You feel what I'm saying? So one of the other pieces, like I had made a post and one guy was like, you feel me? He said, damn, I followed you for some market tips and I'm getting gems on other shit. You don't even talk about the markets. I said, and my thing was, cause you supposed to be a master in the market. You supposed to be at that page. But I wasn't able to stay consistent with the shit. So now it's like when I looked at it, my page, like I'm entertain, like I'm teaching y'all low key. I teach y'all a lot. I entertain y'all. No, I, I edutain. I'm gonna say that. I edutain y'all. Some days I make y'all laugh and shit. Some days I drop some gems and shit, but I make sure it's a consistent theme. And it's like, yo, that's what just seen was about. And I had to go back to the beginning, like the reason why all of this started to evolve, because it was just I was being me and I forgot that part. I wasn't being the business. I wasn't being all that. I was like, I will make this post. Boom. Remember in SoFrill, I said this. I will make this. And I was like, boom. So I flipped it. I said, you know what? Now we got reels. Reels are popping. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, you're getting paid for reels and shit. But it's like my content now is like I'm going to post my regular content and then my commercials. My my my. If, you, if you've noticed it, you probably picked up to it. It's like, yo, why he, he posting? He posting Master in the Market. He posting this. He posting this. And it's like. You're starting to see it on a consistent basis. My theme is literally set up like a TV. I'm going to give you some of my content and give you a commercial that is mine, just like my podcast. I made it harder than it had to be. Sometimes to adapt means you just have to accept what already is. You feel what I'm saying? I just had to, I was like, and I, like I said, that was a piece to it. The guy was like, yo, I followed you for marketing shit, but you feel me? I'm learning other shit too, but I'm not even learning marketing. It's like, because I can't do all of it. But I said, I can do all of it. You feel me? If I learn how to automate, you feel me? And I realized I had so much content already. So if you watch the change, I hit that point. I was like, you know what? Boom. Consolidate. Put everything together. Make everything run fluidly. So it was like, because I was like, yo, how do I promote my podcast? Well, do the, use the Justine podcast page. I don't want to be on that page all the time because this is the hub. This is where motherfuckers found me at. I've already built, put in the work to get here. And it plateaued off because it was like, I was climbing, like my followers and everything. And it's like, it eventually plateaued off. I stopped putting the energy into it, started focusing on other things. And that lost me. You feel me? So the adaptation piece was, all right, bet. Now that I got it like that, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, as I was tweaking it, I was working. I said, okay, let me see how y'all respond to this type. Let me see how y'all respond to that type. And then it hit. So now, now my merch, well, my, my, um, my merch and my clothing, you see it all the time. My 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 master of market shit, you see it all the time. You feel me? Everything. I'm I'm working a way to 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 figure hitting the raw into the algorithm too right now. But at the same time, everything so far that I, it's like, bruh, now so frail because it's done. I don't have to do so much. Like you literally see everything every day. That's me. Because like when I tell motherfuckers to click the link in the bio, and they're like, wait, I'm clicking for master of market. I see this other shit. You need to know why you see the other shit. Because it's different when I'm just saying click the link in the bio or whatever the case may be for the master market because that's master market content. But as I'm watching how people, I'm like, yo. And then again, a part of the algorithm learned by hashtags and shit is like, 
they will put the if you like a certain hashtag enough, they'll put it in there. So that's when I started developing the concept, yo, have your own hashtags branded to your shit. So when they see it, it's like, yo, because you've seen Pala Cafe clothing hashtag, because you've seen a master in the market clothing hashtag, I did not need to create individual pages. That was my biggest fuck up and the insanity of it. I'm gonna say it's insanity because in the transform in the transformation part, I didn't want to let those pages go because it's like I put in all of this work. Most of the motherfuckers is on those other pages, y'all on my main page any fucking way. Why the fuck am I trying to reinvent the wheel? I adapted. So I was like, they don't need to follow another page. Let me just create a hashtag and make them follow that. Cause you can follow hashtags now. So it's like, yo, follow this hashtag. So when you like a certain thing, so now it's starting to fine tune. And now the Instagram algorithm is now putting my shit into the people that are like the people that like my merch, the people that like the Pala Cafe, I mean, the Pala Cafe clothing, the people that like the master in the market on the inflation community, the people that like the podcast shit, all this shit is now set to where it's like, yo, bro, it's, and I was like, yo, it's so fucking simple. Why didn't I do it? Why hadn't I, because I couldn't see it. I needed to take a step back because I had not adapted to what I was supposed to be adapting to. As entrepreneurs, that's our biggest thing, the inability to adapt. If you have your inability, if you cannot adapt correctly, you're going to get stuck between change and transformation. The goal is to get from transformation to evolution because evolution is how you pivot. So now it's like, I don't have to go back anymore on what I have to do. So now, like I said, when I tie that into the master of the market and shit, I record the shit from the iwi. Now I do a webinar. I do a webinar. I do webinars on Tuesdays if I can catch it. Sometimes me life happens and i miss a, a session now that's another thing when life happens and i can't show up if you've already paid me and shit you like damn you now you deduct now the part but we got 30 days still you feel me but now it's like yo i missed a day but motherfucker we got 45 other days in the cut we got some more days in the future i'm not gonna miss days forever we still going we still rocking and that was like all right that's what i needed so all of these factors played into the catalyst that triggered from the transformation to the evolution so now if you're watching, if you're looking at how my page plays out now, it's like at a certain time interval, 2.30 and 8.30, you're going to see some posts from the podcast. You feel what I'm saying? Eight in the, seven in the morning, I'm going to hit you with some merch. Like that's the first thing because that's like all of that shit is it's energy. You feel me? And then it's like but in between all of that, I give you my content now. Same content. It's like one thing I had made a post the other day and somebody was like, yo, I remember when you was like this all the time. I was like, damn. That's what got motherfuckers fucking me when I drop in the gyms. The cat, like I was a caption king for a reason. Like motherfuckers used to say that shit. They still do. And it's like, why did I stop that? Because I was trying to focus on his other businesses. Now it goes back into the metaphor that I was saying. It's just like raising children. I had focused on mastering the market because that was my newborn. I wasn't paying attention to So Frail no more. So Frail was my So Frail was my oldest. Hitting the raw is my middle child. And you see what you, you see what happens. When they they say we do to middle children. You know what I'm saying? I did that shit and didn't realize what I was doing. But now I'm able to at a point where I'm giving all hidden raw. Like I said, it's going to get factored into it. I got to find the right time slot as far as plant-based shit. I'm studying that shit too. So yeah, I, I do deep analysis on how I do my insights and my analytics and shit to make sure everything is strategically done. I don't be playing with this shit. But that that showed me that I was never supposed to separate anything because we're all in one house. I'm the parent. Those are my children. But I shouldn't be putting one child on the pedestal. So I was putting Master and Market on a pedestal. Focus on this, focus on this. It's like, nah, all of these matter. Feel me? So Frail's the oldest. 
So for real has the most traction right now. So most momentum is like motherfuckers know so for real. They you're synonymous with so for real. Leverage that shit. But I was taken away from the leverage, and it's like, oh, this is totally different. So my like I said, my adaptation it made me bring all of it back together. And that's why you see how is the posting schedule, how the posting is going now. You get regular posts, joke, laugh, and shit. That's why I don't now. Remember how, and I remember when I started getting fucked up because I would just steal random people's posts and I was like making shit like that. I took away from that. You notice I don't do that anymore. That all goes into the stories now, but what is on my page is just me. And then in between you get the commercials. I'm the first motherfucker doing that shit on Instagram. This way. You feel what I'm saying? Because like I said, the mentor had to, you know, put it on me. He was like, yo, bro, like you got separate things. He said, he said, I would do separate pages. You don't have to do that because now you can consolidate and show that it's still all you. And I was able to do that. So I can talk about now I can do a a, a real, a regular content reel. I'm talking about the markets. Now I can talk about everything. and I don't have to be confined to what I'm doing. I can I can quote something from from the podcast and then you see the podcast come up and, you know, oh, yeah, he does podcasts too. I can quote something about stocks and investing, but then you're going to see me do some trading and investing, reading charts and shit. Oh, he does that. You feel me? I post something about masculinity and shit, but then you're going to see it followed up somewhere down the line with something from so frail. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's like, don't change. Like now it's, it, it freed me. The adaptation freed me and transformed me. And it was in that it well, it evolved me, to be honest with you. But it took me realizing that I had to change. I had to transform and I had to evolve, but I had to adapt. And with adaptation, it was a lot of sh- missing pieces that I didn't have. But as they say, the door opens when you find a missing key. The moment I got those missing pieces, it all aligned. And don't forget to check out Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles of Cafe clothing? All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. I know this episode is like largely about me because I, when I when I give y'all the game and shit, I have to tell y'all what I did or what I'm doing. I don't like to tell you what you should do or what you could do or what you would do. It doesn't make sense and it doesn't drive the point home because at that, that point I'm just preaching to you. No, I got to show you what I did so you know why I like why I'm talking about what I'm talking about. This experience that I give you, I don't give you rhetoric. I don't give you belief anymore. I give you, I give you my experience. You dig what I'm saying? And it's in my experience that I'm able to, it's in my experience that I'm able to truly break down everything that you are to have. You feel what I'm saying? So how we're looking at it, how I'm looking at it is, is like this. If we're not, if we're not willing to, if we're not fully willing to, to tap in to what we're supposed to tap into, we won't adapt. But there's so many other moving pieces and other things that, that had to play themselves out in order to work efficiently 
that I had to see in the long run, that I had to step back and see. Like I said, the whole pandemic, all of that shit, that, that leveled me up in a different way. And I watched a lot of people evolve too because you had to pivot. You had to transform. You had to change. You had to grow and evolve. You feel me? It's it's not a point of it's not a it's not something that you can you can you can hold on to and think I just can't do this. You have to change, or you're gonna go back into the old ways of what you were. And that was something that, like I said, I was stuck in a loop, trying to go back to the old ways, trying to trying to make sure that I didn't I didn't falter. You feel me? But I was faltering while I was trying not to falter because it's like, I'm going to focus only on this. No, all of this needs my attention. I created all of it. Now I have to figure out a way to not have to think about what it is that I do. So now it's like there's so many different automation things that I have now that are in place. It's like I have a scheduler. I have a whole thing. It's just like, boom, here's what I'm going to post at this particular time. So now I'm at the point because I flood the content and I have it all and like loaded up. Because after we fin- after I finish this podcast episode recording, I'm going to go ahead and load up some more. Just keep the clip full. And it's like, now all I have to do is do what I was normally doing on my Instagram. Post shit to make people laugh, make people think, make people feel, make people fuck with me, and then give them what I have. Now you click the link in the bio. And now you, it's, I, it's the marketing is so much easier now. I don't have to make you, I don't have to convince anybody. I don't have to overcome all of like It's like, we already fuck with you now. These are the things that you had that we fuck with. Now it's just picking up the momentum and making sure, okay, who fucks with this hashtag? Who fucks with this one? Make sure I get the reels right. There's another thing that I'm about to pivot with. Y'all are going to see. Y'all are literally going to see it change by the time this podcast episode uh, drops. And you probably watched it through if you, you're at this point. You're going to see how I changed the game because I'm going to change the game in the sense of how I'm going to do my, my content reels for Master in the Market. Like, you'll see. I'm going I'm to let y'all know. So what I'm doing is like I'm – adjusting the rotation of it to make people turn their phone to make people watch it because when it shows up on your timeline everything is vertical so it just makes you scroll right i'm gonna make you stop because as you're scrolling everything is vertical if you don't like it you keep moving but when you see something sideways you're gonna stop you're not gonna scroll past it you're gonna stop first and turn your phone to actually see it you feel me and i'm thinking contemplating making sure you have to turn it to your left because if you turn it to your right, it's a quick fix. But either way, I'm gonna make them, I'm gonna make you turn it, but I'm gonna take up the whole screen now, rather than the little clips. It's just something to pivot that I had to adjust to. But over time, you're gonna see what I had to do to adapt, and that adaptation makes it so much easier. I don't like making now. It's like making the content is easy because now I could just focus on the just seen page. You feel me? That's it. Like I don't have to do it. Like recording podcasts, easy now. The content for Master Market is already done. So for our books, fully written. All of that shit is done. I don't have to do anything of the hard part anymore. But now it's about cutting place and scheduling. And now that everything is able to be scheduled, I can make reels. Reels don't stop spinning now because the reels don't stop spinning. I no longer have to put money into Facebook ads, Facebook and Instagram ads. I don't have to pay for that shit anymore. The reels don't stop spinning. If you pay attention, watch it open. When you open the reel, you don't see any date on them. It's for a reason. Because the reels don't stop spinning. You will see a reel that was posted three, four weeks ago that's still going. That's just how the same, that's the same system in which the ads was running. Why would I continue to put money in ads? I had to adapt. There's people right now still running Facebook ads that don't realize that all I got to do is make reels now. Because I learned the backside of all of that other shit to learn how to pivot and adapt. You feel me? This is what it's all about. Adaptation. You have to change, transform, and then evolve. And when you get those things done, your, your, your system changes. I haven't been this, this, I've been stressed out for a long time because of this, but I knew I couldn't give it up. 
and I knew there's a way to fix it. Like these last two weeks have been flawless, simple, smooth. It's like, wow, I don't even have to think about this shit no more. I just post and go. I can just post and go. You feel me? And now I always told myself I wanted to be in a space where I could do this. You feel me? So now the only thing I really have to worry about is the Ewe community. And then when I record in the Ewe community, just basically me, I'm already going to do my correlation and shit five days in. I mean, 530 to uh, 630. So it's like I was already going to do that shit. Now I can bang y'all with a webinar that I can use for content that I can clip and upload and flood for however many days. And then I can just keep my shit in cycle. When I run out of content, I recycle some shit, repurposing. Like it's so much that I can do now that it's like I have so much content that I just have to give away. Like I got like Ewe's been open since Juneteenth. So this is at the time of this recording, it's August 19th. So for two months, basically, I got 60 days, 60 days worth of content already just from mastering the market and shit. You know what I'm saying? All of the content I realized I have so much, I don't need to fight. I don't need to do no more other shit. Just adapt to it and now find the easiest way to make it work. You feel me? So every day, y'all, y'all get used to it. Like that's how the page is now being set up. Like, if you get a chance, just go down. You're going to see the little black drones that have my name on it and shit. I, t- I, was a, I took the Twitter part off of that so it doesn't look like a Twitter thing. I changed the font so it's specific. This is how it's branded as just seen. You're going to get your gems and shit, but then you're going to get my commercials that I don't have to pay for anymore. So now when it comes down your timeline, you're not even going to see sponsored. So you don't think to scroll beyond it. When people see sponsored and shit, they keep going because I don't want to see no ads. I don't run ads no more because I learned how to market from a motherfucker who actually markets on that level. It's like, yo, I don't run ads. So, hey, yo, show me how you don't run ads. It ain't no different than Master Mark when I tell you I don't use indicators and I'm teaching you how not to use indicators. Makes sense, right? So I'm like, yo, you don't you don't use no ads? She's like, nah, fuck that. I'm, I do it like this and bam, it goes. And I'm like, it do. And then I watched his setup. I watched how he did it. I had to sit at his feet. And I was like, okay, cool. Now let me put my spin on it. So now, like I said, I brand based off the fact that I do my entire page the way it's supposed to be done. Because I, I have to post, like, I keep y'all what it is. You feel me? Y'all follow me. Y'all like this. Y'all like this and shit. And now that's becoming more and more how it was when I first started all this shit. But now I just infuse my commercials with it. My commercials with it. So you're going to see. You're going to see. And it's just like I got, like I said, the concept came from actually sitting and watching TV when we had commercials. You can literally see the same commercial within a, a, a episode. Like, you'll see a Domino's commercial. One, um... One commercial break. Next one, you see another Domino's commercial, but you'll see certain commercials over and over again because they target it to a certain demographic and how, who who wants to see it. So when I learned that, I was like, bet that's all I was doing with the ad revenue anyway. I'm interrupting your auto. I'm rem- when I was running social media ads, I was basically interrupting your scrolling with my shit, right? No matter where you're scrolling at, right? No matter where you're scrolling at, I'm going to interrupt you with my shit. And it's like, okay, you'll see sponsored or whatever. You're like, oh, that same page and shit. Ah, I fucked with it. Now it's different because I don't have to interrupt your scrolling. I am in your scrolling. Why? Because I already am. My name is already in your algorithm because of my regular content. Right. So now when you see my shit, now you're going to see it on a, um, on a more frequent basis. And then now it's like it's going to go to people that fuck with you. So now y'all are my y'all are my hub. But now the people that fuck with you that might fuck with some shit like this, because I keep if you pay attention, read it, um, read the content. I keep the same ad copy. So now it's like when you see this, if you if you click this and you like this with these particular buzzwords, it's going to send to that person or send to people like that. And it's going to start to expand and spread out. And now I'm doing it with everything at one time. 
You feel what I'm saying? So now I no longer have to interrupt somebody's algorithm or be a sponsored ad in what they're scrolling for. I automatically pop up in a shit. Why? Because they fucked with my page. Because they fuck with who I am. Oh, you like just seen? So bam, master in the market. Oh, you like just seen? Bam, so frail books. Oh, you like just seen? Bam, the just seen podcast. And it's not an ad anymore. It's purely my own shit. It's my own organic post. So now, even that tying into having an individual hashtag with each of these things, now it's connected to when you like this or you send this to somebody and they like it and all of this shit, they're attached to my hashtag now. Apple can't track that. Apple can't stop that from tracking. You feel me? Because it shows that you like the certain hashtag. That can't be stopped. You feel what I'm saying? So I had to beat the algorithm. But that required me to adapt. You feel what I'm saying? Just go back and review. If you got my page, underscore just seen, underscore just underscore seen, underscore, go back and watch. Just look at how I did it. I'm telling you the exact way that I did it for a reason because it's like I have to show you. I had to adapt. If you watch, like I have four pages. I was running the game with multiple pages and shit. Like, yo, check this page out. Check this page out. Y'all go follow this. If you fuck with this, go follow this. It was too exhausting because then I had to start focusing on those individual pages. Tying it into the example of the family and everything like that. I was focusing on just the children. It's like I put rather than focus on the whole household. It's easier to focus on all the children when you focus on the household than it is to focus on. And it is to focus on just one child and think you're going to worry about the whole household. You can't. You feel me? So I had to flip that on his head. And now we're here. Entrepreneur's adaptation. You feel me? These are things that I do. I had to do them. Like, I had to get prepared for this shit. And I had to go back and understand that my time is what's most important. Now I'm at a point because now I can flow with content. I'm really only spending like, I'm spending like, I don't know how much. I don't I don't have to spend any more time anymore because all of the shit is done. You know, the most, the biggest thing I have to put my time into is, um, is um the biggest thing I had to put my time into now is clipping the the webinars for inflate with inflation with the ewe game and shit. But after that, once it's done, it's like and if I don't get it done, because I'm like I have extra content in the cut to re to reclip and everything. You feel me? So I had to I, I had to discuss adaptation. Most of the shit that I talk about is because I've experienced it or I'm going through it. I've come out of it or some shit and I want y'all to know about it. You know what I'm saying? Not that I did it, but like know the backstory, the principles of, you know what I'm saying? How this can apply to you. So a lot of us are at the entrepreneur state. We're just like, yo, push through that wall. Right now, you're probably at a transformative state. If you had a change in state, you could change back. But walk into the transformation. But you in that transformation state, you just got to look at your moving pieces that you're not watching move. Everything is important. It's just like the gears of a clock. Regardless of whether you think one thing is bigger than the other none of it functions without the other the smallest gear has just as much power as the biggest gear when it's all turning right you take one out the whole clock stops or the whole watch or whatever the case may be it stops so you have to figure out all of the moving pieces that work within your business model or within how you're being an entrepreneur and then tap in and find a way to structure it like i said the moment i told my home girl and shit kept telling me yo you got to give something for free and all i said when i told you i finally got it she said i know well, why you ain't tell me what I had to do? Because you wouldn't have figured it out if I would have told you step by step. Because I didn't even know what steps you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is that you need to do, what things connect and all of the shit. There was a whole web that led to adaptation. Because it, it triggered the evolution that made me adapt to this entire situation. I had friends, homegirl Tink sending me um reels. Uh, yo, check this out, blah, blah, blah. You know, they paying for reels now. When I realized that they was paying for reels, I said, yo, I can now get paid to market my shit. 
fuck paying marketing. Y'all got me fucked up. Let me now get paid to market my shit on Instagram. So now I create the reels that are originally mine, connected to everything that had like, and it keeps me going. And now I'm in a different pocket with the shit. So now the adaptation has reached this level where it's like, okay, now I can, now I can be in a space where I can do all the other shit I need to do. You feel me? Now I have my schedule set up. I do my podcast recording. I do my editing and all of the other shit. And then every like mid, I could just be chilling and shit and I get an alert. It says, bam, time to post. I post the shit, copy and paste in, send and put, I put some songs to it and shit and go. Shit has become easy, but it I had, I had to adapt. That's the thing of the final piece about adaptation. When you finally do adapt, everything becomes easy because it's supposed to be. So keep that in mind. And, you know, um, when it's time to adapt, understand you got to go through the levels of change, evolution. I mean, change, transformation, and evolution. And so for L3, I have the Tree of Life chapter. If you don't read anything out of So For Real, if you don't take anything out of So For Real, I encourage you to look at the Tree of Life. Tree of Life will help you internally on a whole different level. You'll understand how to understand who you are. And when you're at certain pockets of life, and then you can apply the Tree of Life to all things, all things in your life that are currently active. Because they all, you, all things have to go through a 22-path Tree of Life. To get you from the full to the world or the full to the universe, which means you're completely oblivious to you know all. 360 degrees of the thing. You feel what I'm saying? That's really what it is. So I'm going to go in there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And even if you don't want your kids to be entrepreneurs, teach them how to adapt. Adaptability is powerful. You know what I'm saying? Once they get the point to evolution and understand the pieces on how they can adaptation makes you evolve where you don't have to go backwards where you don't have to change and now only thing is to go forward and create new things forward you feel me my path is now set on a solid foundation based off of everything that i've set up directly for my and i vowed this i said i want to be able to do everything i have to do for my phone i could trade from my phone i could do my analysis from my phone only reason why i use the um the laptop to do my analysis so i can teach it because i can't teach it live stream from my phone so if they fix that shit, bruh, we eat. if I can fucking share my screen, do this shit with my thumb, because I can do the shit with my thumb. You feel me? I want to get there. But for right now, this is what it is, and it works. So it's like with our kids, teach them the power of adaptation early. All of their resources, they you may not realize what resources they have that they can put to change and shit. You feel me? But start to teach them the qualities of what it takes to adapt, change, transform, evolve. And once they get that and they can do it when they get older, it's almost, it's almost a no-brainer. They pivot fast. You feel me? They pivot fast. And there's things that you're not going to have to worry about as a parent because you're like, I know my child can do that. You feel me? And this is whether they're entrepreneur or not. Just you can apply this to regular human life. You feel me? Adaptation is a motherfucker. You feel me? And when you learn how to do it well, you always stay on top of everything you need to do. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Um... Like I said, go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.